Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, John Bay. Thank you, everybody in space. Thank you, Will Smith. Thank you, Haven. Thank you, Haven. <laughs> it took Philadelphia to save the nation. We've shit on Philadelphia many a times on this show. But not today. Today we have gratitude. Today we are thankful. Thank you to Philly Cheesesteaks. Thank you to Big Beards that have Beijing in them. Thank you to calling people bull. Thank you to Doc Rivers. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. J. Yo, welcome to Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. A very special episode, a very joyous episode. I never thought in a million years. Let me just start. My name's Amino Hassett. That's Black Trey. And that king of a man right there, that prince of a man, his name's John Gervais, and he is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we all stand united, and we salute you, John Gervais, you and all your brethren in the city of brotherly love. You saved the world. Well, how's it feel to be a world savior, John Gervais? 
to, to be honest with you, uh, and this is what we do, right? Like, this is what Philly does, bro. Like, since the history of this country, like at the end of the day, Philly just comes through when it when it, when it matters. So, um, you know, shout us out. Let us get us our, get us our flowers. And like I said, you know, you see somebody from Philly, buy them a shot and a beer. We are, you know, we we basically saved the world. Hey, you Without definitely us. get you definitely get a drink from me, big dog. You get no bottle from me because. Hey, First of all, shouts to the poll workers. My man Jer served as a poll worker. You oh, feel you? me? So he definitely played a huge role in this. Yeah, bro. It was uh, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was gonna be, but I did see some shit. Oh man, oh man, we doing all Philly playlists for the rest of the week, man. But it wasn't a year. Through twenty twenty, man. You you got a Philly artist you want to. You think we should be listening to or talking to or reviewing? Send them over. I will listen to everything. I don't give a shit, man. I'm yo. So let me ask you guys this. I was in New York City on Saturday when the news broke. I was actually going on a walk. I was on a phone call, and people started screaming. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And people honking their horns. And I was like, I looked at my phone. You know, I had to like open on my on my web browser election results and for the last you know obviously four or five days after election i was kept going and said kept saying 264 kept saying 264 so i'm like all right then i saw that 284 roll in i'm like oh, oh my niggas did it dude jerv you don't know how much slander from like tuesday through like friday i was given to philadelphia in the state of pennsylvania i apologize if, if it's anything like the text messages I was receiving, um, you know, I was getting personally attacked left and right. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it feels good, bro. You know what I mean? We did it. Uh, I told y'all don't, don't even trip, you know, we, we, we'll hold it down for y'all. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't understand why everybody was worried. It was us. It wasn't like it was another city you was counting oh. on. You was counting on oh, us. Man. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, cause there was a point where Pennsylvania was like 54. Four fifty-three percent, and I was like, "What are y'all doing? What the fuck are y'all doing?" And so it that moment, because I kept thinking it was Nevada that was gonna come through, because Arizona had come through, even though they made it kind of scary at the end. And I thought Nevada, as soon as Nevada gets that that Vegas count over with, we don't, it won't even matter. We 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 we, and I already had like my shit list of like Ohio, yo Ohio, fuck Ohio forever, forever and ever. Let me just say that right now. One more time. Fuck Ohio forever. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves as a staff record label and a motherfucking crew. This man built a fucking school in Akron out of his own pocket and asked y'all to do one thing. They couldn't even do that. You ungrateful motherfuckers, man. Go go fuck yourselves, that whole fucking state. I'll never want to hear nothing about Ohio's popping. I mean, you, you don't give a... You don't... Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't give us enough respect or whatever. I don't want to hear that shit ever again. Just I don't go think away. I've never heard Ohio's popping. <laughs> like I don't think I've ever heard someone tell me Ohio's popping. Derva, we used to go to Cleveland for the uh, for the finals. We used to get a lot of you know because we would make all the jokes and people said, "No man, that's not you're not being fair and blah blah blah." And Cleveland's really actually pretty cool. Forever go away, everywhere. I'm no, ne- I don't I'm, care. I'm, I'm never, I'm never, I'm never got love for Ohio like that, big dog. Like. You know, they they had one job, one job. You know, 
the blue belt always hold it down, so I ain't even gotta you feel me speak on us. But shouts yeah. to Philly, dog, and shouts to Arizona. Mm-hmm. They did a good job too, even though I got a chance to vote for Arizona. You feel me? Like, yeah, Trey. Thank you too, Trey. Thank you. Appreciate it. You voted in Arizona. Thank you. Like honestly, uh, man, I, I had a feeling Arizona was gonna flip, but you never know, right? And you know, I thought one of the most incredible things that I saw on Twitter was. Um, Navajo Nation is about eighty-four thousand people on the on the reservation up north in Arizona. Eighty-four thousand eligible voters. Of those eighty-four thousand, he said seventy-six thousand people voted. Of those seventy-six thousand, seventy-four thousand voted Biden. And ultimately, that's the difference. That's the gap <clears throat> in Arizona, going red to blue. Wow. You know what's, so you know what's crazy, though, I mean? I don't be thinking none of these states really be red. It's just that a lot of black voters couldn't vote. And finally, don't. finally, now, finally, could, a lot of people could, put the work in and did the research and was able to overturn those, those previous felons or a lot of people that didn't think they were eligible got a chance and they vote really mattered. So it's, it's, it's a combination of things. There's some people who were not el- who were could not vote because they were not allowed to. There are people who did not vote because they thought it was pointless. There are people who did try to vote but had their votes thrown away. And I think this election was the best I've ever seen as far as educating people, like you said, and also getting everyone's stuff cleared up. And in a weird way, it took this bad of a president to make us as a nation take this shit seriously. Yo, first of all, Van Jones, stay over there, big dog. We ain't rolling with you, dog. Kanye, stay over there, big dog. We ain't rolling with you. Lil Wayne, stay over there. And you know that pain my soul right now to even say that. Lil Wayne, Mm -hmm. stay over there. Uh, Lil Pimp, a.k.a. Lil Pump, stay your ass (laughs) far from away from over here. Uh... Uh, what's my Terry Crews? Stay your ass uh, over there. I'm going off. Oh, Listen, geez. I need the yeah. ether music behind this raw because I could. What Candace Owens? Stay your ass uh, over there. No, but see, but see, here's the thing. Like Candace Owens, she always been. She over always there. been so, over there. But the thing but is, like, I don't want to see her yeah. in the next four years, big dog. Coming back over here, acting like shit, nilly willy. When niggas get shit back in order, she, we she, able to go back to Turk and Tycos and all that other shit. Don't try to get lit off our shit. It, by the way, you said you said it like you was really you. The content really came out Turks and Caicos. <laughs> um, no, but but Candace Owens, at least I, you know, I respect it in the sense that yo, that's her lane. That's it's always con- it's consistent, lane. right? Consistent. Okay, I'm talking about your Lil Wayne's, your. Um, your uh, uh, all the people who like Van Jones is a great example. If you don't know, Van Jones is a guy mm-hmm. on CNN, and, and it's funny because after the election, he started crying on air and talking about decency matters. I'm like, shut up, bro! Don't. I don't. First of all, I, I hate how everybody America tried to listen. He got his bar off, right? Cool. He went viral. He tried to be the cool nigga. He tried to pull an Uncle Ice. What Uncle Ice played in now that he got the award? Uh. What's the, what's the other show that he, that he played in that everybody loved? 
Oh, uh, this is us. This is us. Don't try to pull an Uncle Ice on us, nigga. You feel me? Like, nigga, you forever Uncle Ice for me. (laughs) You you locked into that role, big dog. We never fucking with you. You know what I mean? You juked Sonny, dog. You you juked America. He's always been... I mean, a lot of people on the internet have done a good job of, like, tracing over the last four years all the apologetic stuff he's done. So I try to get in with, with the Trumps, taking pictures with Eric Trump, all that. That's one side of it. The other side of it, even if he had, even if he was really like a good dude, bro, I'm not crying over this. I'm not crying over. We almost ended the world. And then we, we saved it at the last moment because the work still goes on. We know the people who got elected are not necessarily great in and of themselves, right? I mean, are we gonna have, can we have this conversation or is this too much, too soon? Is it too soon? Do we, no, like, it ain't too more? soon, but before no, we even start, soon. Big Dog, I want to shout out to black women too. Shout out to black women pushing yes. the boat. Shout out to Abby yes. Phillips killing it. Shout out to Joy Reid. You know what I'm saying? Out here Stacey doing a thing, you feel me? Stacey Abrams for sure. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. She didn't do it alone, but she, you know, she led the pack. You feel me? Yeah. Shout out to all the black women in America. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's still 52% white women still out here voting for the, you know, the orange popsicle nigga. You feel me? Grabber. Right? So um, again, shout out to black women. All right, go ahead. Shout out, to, shout out to black women. Absolutely. Also, if you live in the state of Georgia, and you're turning 18 before uh, December, early December. You can look it up. Register to vote because that runoff election for the Senate houses uh, happens in January. And so this is your opportunity to be to get a, a, a musical intro like Jerv got <laughs> for, for Atlanta, for Georgia, uh, if they make those Senate seats go the way we want them to. Uh, uh, but. Having said that, going back, Joe Biden's got, he got dirt, man. And Kamala Harris got dirt too. And so I was one of the main people before the election saying, yo, just save all that shit. We'll just get them in and then we'll figure it out. They're in now. Let's figure that shit out. Yeah, I mean, they already trying to get some stuff worked out. You feel me? Like, again, shouts to her being the first black VP. Shouts to being the first woman. You feel me? Yep. Like in that situation. And yes, they do have some things that everybody ain't perfect. And you know how politics go. You're going to have to do some stuff that also piss some people off. So right. hopefully right. we get more on the positive percentage than the negative percentage from these we're people. Because we, we're not going to get 100 percent. Yeah. Now we hold them accountable, though. That's my thing. Like it, it's a it's a competition. It's a race. We're trying to win it. We won the race. OK, now we can have this. Com- now that I know that I don't have to flirt with the idea of the other dude being here for another four years. Now we can have this conversation. And so I look forward to that because they got some stuff to answer to, uh, and things that they've done in the past from a legislative standpoint that was detrimental to the black community. Um, the other thing I was going to say was, uh, did y'all see the pictures of the dude of Trump on his way back to the white house when after the result had come out? Did y'all see these pictures? Which ones in particular? I seen him the on the golf course. Lose. No, the ones he, coming back from the golf course to the White House. Is that so he's in the, the, the motorcade. House? He's in the motorcade. Everyone throwing middle fingers to the motorcade. Right. He getting out and he walked in, into the into the White House. And you know what's funny? If I were the asshole president, 
and like I just lost an election. I think I was really on like on suck my dick. Like I, I, I did whatever I just, like, I just get it off, right? I mean, he was yeah. kind of basically getting it off. He hit the T, you know, he hit the green. But you know, again, shouts to them booking the wrong venue. <laughs> oh no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, Trey, hold on, Trey, hold on, Trey, hold on. We getting there, we getting there. But I just want to say, like, if if that were me, that would be my vibe, bro. His face was so sad. Like he looked like he was about to cry, man. He really was sad about about losing. Like you, like he didn't see it coming. I don't think I, he I, did, dude. I don't yeah. think he did. Listen, he was a part of first quarter Twitter. You feel me? They was throwing all these parades, hooting and hollering, dancing, shucking and jiving on Tuesday. You feel me? Then the melons came in. You feel me? Like the Meek Mill verse. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought <laughs> I was finished and just ran up the score, ran it up. You know what I'm saying? And when it just kept coming in, it kept coming in and watching that percentage dwindle was like my favorite part of the entire week. Also, shout out to the people that struggled with anxiety. Y'all made it. Y'all did your thing. You know, new week here. Time to focus and ride the positivity out because, again, it was a lot of people that was not getting sleep. You feel me? Like it it was it was it was really bad. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of people, because they really thought we were going to get four more years of this stuff. And, you know. I don't know if this dude puts up a fight. Does he move out early and go to Florida? Right. Whatever he's going to do. I mean, it would be comical to see him have to be Jazzy Jeff out of the White House. But It's all right. Oh, uh, I can't say Jazzy Jeff because he's from Philly and we're not disrespecting Philly. We got nothing but love for the brotherly love. No, but love, appreciate love Philly. That. Shout out to Philly. You feel me? No Philly slander for the rest of the year. The, the, till 2021. Then, then and then it's back, back on. on. Then it's back on. <laughs> January 1st, um, 2021 is back on. But for right now, no Philly slander. We all love Philly. Trey, you, you mentioned the press conference that they held. They tried to hold it at the Four Seasons Hotel. Where did they end up holding it instead? Oh, man, the landscaping. Uh, Four Seasons landscaping. <laughs> oh, God. It's, and, great. But it's a great what's, location. What's Not fire, though, Four Seasons landscaping actually dropped merch. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a great look, but still, the fact that they just jumped on it, I would. I'm a cop. I'm a cop just on some troll merch and support the, them. The, the thing about the thing about that is it, it's indicative of the most important thing, which is it wasn't just that this thing was run by a moron. It's that everyone he employed was a moron. These people were not smart enough to Google Four Seasons Hotel. Bro, it's, smart, a, smart it's a real life coat, bro. And not smart enough to say, "Oh man, this is the place." No, no, no. We go, we go cancel. We're gonna do it somewhere else. They're so dumb. They're so stuck in there. I meant to do that. And that they allowed themselves to look that dumb. They're foolish. And it's just like, I'm glad they're gone, man. I, I'm. I look. I'm. I don't mean. Look, I'm not partisan. Every time people say, well, "What are the Democrats?" I'm like, I know they're pretty bad too. Don't. I'm. I'm not blind. What I cannot abide by is being ruled or dictated to by morons. If you're going to be evil, be a smart evil. Be an evil genius. Be diabolical. Don't be no stupid fuck. I'm not trying to listen to stupid fucks tell me what to do or fuck up my life. So, anyways, shout out to that. Um, oh, I, I started asking. I didn't, so, for me, I was walking down the street and people banging pots and stuff from the windows and people driving honking their horns, cab drivers and people were high-fiving in the street. It looked like they just won a championship, right? How did you guys ring in the election results? Let me start with you, Trey. 
So I'm sober for the rest of the year, you feel me? So I couldn't pop the bottles, but I watched everybody else pop the bottles. My celebration pretty much was just posting memes and just laughing and shit, like having a good time with other people. And so just, it was in Portland, it wasn't it wasn't nothing going on? Oh, it was nuts, dog. Like, Did you, you know, it was like, people, could you hear it? Oh, no, listen, I went to go get some breakfast, right? To pick up some breakfast because I ate breakfast with my grandma on, and the kids. And I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in an Uber and we riding by and there's people out there like it's a real life parade. You would have thought we beat another another planet <laughs> in the championship or whatnot because people out there with the Black Lives Matter, the Biden Harris signs getting hunked at, people going crazy. Bro, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. They still going crazy. I'm looking like, damn. So, you know, like it was, it, I don't, I don't think you ever, dog, the Lakers won the championship three weeks ago, family. The, um, the Dodgers won the championship like two weeks ago. Think about that. Nobody was that excited. The whole world was going crazy, bro. They threw a, they was popping fireworks in the UK. I've never seen like, I'm trying to remember. My memory is not so good. I remember people being happy when Obama won the first time. It's historical or whatever. I don't remember this sense of relief though. Like this says, Jesus Christ. I think I think with Obama, it was like with Obama. The, the difference was because we, it, it wasn't this side that we thought the world was about to end. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. Right. We weren't on the brink of all this shit. And then with him, it was just like for me. I think at that time it was just it. It wasn't even believable. But now that I've seen that, like I believe that damn anything is possible as far as on that level, as far as you know who could who can become or whatever. And I think. The fact that we just came off of, like, we had eight years of somebody whom, you know, however you feel about them, you know, fine. But I, I think at least most people in my circle believe that there was eight years of at least of seeing something positive, po you know, whatever. And then you go through four years of three years of, like, craziness and then four and then just a year of, like, yo, what the hell is going on here? Like, where, where, where am I living? Like, your life really being a movie, like, yo... I, I'm with Trey. Like I can't. I couldn't even believe half the shit I saw. Like it was, you like yeah. You're right, yo. It, it, it reminds me of what, what was the movie Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, when they when they defeated, and everybody's just because it was it's like that. And, and like, shouts to Will Smith, out. Philly. Yeah. Hey man, we Philly. in the building, dude. I mean, like honestly, what would y'all do? What, what what would this country be without Philadelphia? Seriously. No, we we'd be screwed, man. We'd be waiting on Vegas to get this shit together. Um, Jerv, what was this? seemed like in Philadelphia when the uh, results came out. So, I mean, uh, we're we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so I didn't I didn't go nowhere. But everybody was uh, doing all the horn honking, and then like down Center City, it was um, you know everybody was dancing, uh, partying, like like you said, all like the the movement and everybody like every organization just was there, and it was just all love and it was just celebration. Me personally. Um, I just, I, I did actually, I, I, for some reason after that, I, I've been chilling this whole pandemic. I felt the urge that I was like, I gotta do something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I, I gotta do something. So I actually did go to like a friend's house and, you know, just drink and then, you know, watch the, uh, the speech, uh, later on or whatever the case may be. It was real joyous or whatever. Like the, the city had a vibe. It was a beautiful day. We had just come off of like maybe three or four uh, like low 50 days and we had like a 77 degree day out of nowhere. Oh, the weather was perfect. Weather yeah, was like perfect. It, 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 was, it was literally like, it was like you've been going through hell and then you just figure you, it's not saying that everything on this other side is about to be like perfect, 
But it's just like, yo, you know what? At least I I know that stuff. Like I can, I've seen this stuff before. Like there was no telling how hell was going going to last. So yeah, man, it, it was literally a perfect day on Saturday. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, it, it it felt like it was the best day of the last four years, right? Like <laughs> it was for the first time in 2020. Like it felt like we had good news. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's nice for a change. Um, and by the way, I. I just saw it today. Pfizer and BioNTech announced trial data showing COVID-19 vaccine more than 90% effective. Uh, on Monday, pharmaceutical company Pfizer said that its vaccine in partnership with BioNTech was effective in preventing COVID-19 infection in more than 90% of people based on initial data from a large study. The new data indicates that the company is on track to file an emergency use application with U.S. regulators. Basically, these people had to have waited, right? There's no way this happened over the weekend. Like, oh, oh, we finally got it. They were, they had to have been waiting, right? Like, as soon as this dude is out, oh, yeah, we got the vaccine. So, shout out to Pfizer. Hopefully, they're not planting 5G chips in, in, inside people. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> shout out to that big 5G talk. You feel me? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm so fucking happy. All right. So one of the cool things that also happened by obviously by design was that on Saturday, Dave Chappelle hosts SNL. Now, if you remember four years ago, on the Saturday after Trump got elected, Dave Chappelle hosted that SNL. And he was one of the people who was like, yeah, white people, welcome to what it feels like to be black. And so he came back and he hosted again and uh, he pretty much gave him the same kind of same kind of monologue there uh trey initial reactions off of the dave chappelle snl episode yo that shit was funny as hell the uncle ben did you, shit? Wa- did you watch it live did you watch it live no nah, i didn't catch it live because i was, it was like they were showing a football game or something like that like it wasn't they didn't oh, have I a, heard about the west coast they a, yeah they had a scheduling right so like i had to catch it like on delay so i pop i pulled it up on youtube or whatnot and the Uncle Ben shit was crazy to me because, like, th- it was so funny. And I felt like he brought the best out of the cast because, like, they couldn't even get their lines out. You feel me? Like, without laughing, you know, it was genuinely funny because it wasn't like, oh, wait for the crowd to laugh. It was like, yo, we can't even finish the shit. That- or, you know what I mean? Like, um, what's the shit called, bro, when they when they doing it on the fly? Improv. Improv. Yeah, yeah, my bad, Bree. I couldn't even think of it right now. I just kind of nagged out. Um, but yeah, the improvisation in that situation, like even the, the whole Pete Davidson, like look at his lips. Like, bro. And talking. America. Like he was just going <laughs> off, fam. Like, and it was just hilarious. And then, you know, just thinking about the, the Mario shit was man. You know, like, but like overall, even his monologue, you feel me, was like real real solid you like it was super uncomfortable for for white people for sure and oh, then boy. also i even seen a, a literal karen complain about him smoking cigarettes but he smoked cigarettes on all his sets first of all yeah everyone who's ever seen Chappelle perform knows he smokes right so you go in there you know that's the deal second of all one cigarette secondhand smoke is not going to kill first responders sitting in the first row right like she made it seem but it, it's the ultimate in her name was actually Karen, by the way, the woman who tweeted it. But it's the ultimate Karenism because her number one, like, she that's her complaint. That's your complaint? 
That's what you're going to take it to the streets with? That's what you're going to light a pitchfork and a torch for? The man was smoking. And they say, oh, he wasn't even that funny. I said, I knew your ass wouldn't get it. I love the part where he talks about his grand, great-grandfather who was born a slave and was freed and dedicated his life to devotion, uh, dedicated his life to education and and uh, and teach and the freedom of black people and Jesus. And he said, uh, I, I flew to New York on a private jet to host Saturday Night Live. Netflix started streaming a show that bears my great-grandfather's name, The Chappelle Show. HBO Max is streaming it. And I didn't get paid for any of it. Yeah, if you could see me now, you'd probably be like, this nigga got bought and sold more than I have. <laughs> oh, man, it's so great, so great. Uh, he pointed out that people are saying the world feels safer because America has a president. And, he, you know, he's basically saying what I said, man. This shit ain't, you think just because we have a new president doesn't mean police brutality is going to end, doesn't mean we're not going to have these white people weaponizing police to harass people of color. Like, nothing has changed. All that's changed now is that we got rid of one of the main people who was pushing that agenda to making it okay, making it uh, acceptable. Uh, one of the other things he brought up was the comparison between the opioid epidemic and the crack epidemic. And how back then, like, people were killing us, or killing black people, I should say, and blaming them for being on welfare. And now it's, we have sympathy for these white people in Ohio. So, again, go fuck themselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trump getting coronavirus was like Freddie Mercury getting AIDS. Nobody was like, how do you get it? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, and then uh, the last thing he said that I, I really enjoyed, going to a homeless shelter with a bag full of hamburgers and saying, uh-uh, these are mine. And then just start eating in front of all the homeless and say, don't let hunger dictate your life. It was, it was classic Chappelle. It was funny, and it was serious, and it was super smart. And anyone who didn't like it, you're a fucking moron. That's all I can say. Uh, Jerv, what did you enjoy from the monologue? Uh... I just love the fact that it was just classic Dave. You know what I mean? Um, I just appreciate him for being himself. Um, I, I like the directness of the actual monologue. And then <clears throat> I'm not really a Saturday Night Live guy, but I watch when certain people host. And the skits were, you know what I mean? It, I actually had to watch. I usually just fast forward to see the, the skits that the person I want to see is on. But because I was watching it on demand, uh, I couldn't do that because of the way it fast forward. So I actually had to watch everything. So uh, wow. that was different. Yeah, I, I, you, know, you know, some of the stuff was cool. Uh, but, the, you know, the, most of the skits with Chappelle was just, you know, he was funny. He only did, he only did the, the two skits with the monologue, right? That's the only ones I could find. I don't watch it live. I watch everything SNL ever does. If it's good, I'll watch it on YouTube. But I can't sit through that show. That show's terrible. But um, the skit I saw was the, the Uncle Ben one, which was, was funny. It was funnier when Dave got on, obviously. Then there was another one I saw where... He's like the co-host of a morning news show. That one was just not funny. That one was just, it fell flat on his face for me. And then the monologue. I don't know if there was another, any other stuff that, that he was in in that show. So finally, uh, let's talk about Good Lord Bird. It's second to last episode. Things are Hey, I mean, can we get our boss Nova? Yes. Yes. 
before we get a good Lord bird, here's a bossa nova. The dude played. Gucci shoes. <laughs> I can't do it this year, man. It was a tweet. And we're black. All right. Good Lord, Burr. Uh, second to last episode. Things are heating up. Let me get my notes here. Uh, just, they're getting ready to... Well, actually, they do the attack on, on Harper's Ferry. Uh, and the episode starts with all the people in John Brown's army sitting around. And, you know, they're realizing that this is a suicide mission. Are we ready to do it? And some of the, the, the former slaves are looking at John Brown's sons and like, are y'all down for this? And the, the son said, you know what my father gave us for Christmas? Last Christmas? Slaves. And everyone was like, what? Yeah, and that's what I got for my, present, my, my uh, birthday present too, slaves. And then they clarified, white slaves. That shit was so funny, bro. I was Yo, dying. the awkwardness of everybody had to look and it was just like, wait, excuse me? Like, we fighting for a man that's supposed to be an abolitionist. And then all of a yeah. sudden you talk about you got slaves for Christmas and then they were like white slaves and then everybody just started busting up. Like, that was that was hilarious to me. It's, uh, Trey, this, this movie is, I mean, this TV show is remarkably funny. That's what I like. I love about it. It's like some serious, heavy, heavy topics, but it's legit funny. Like I'm laughing. Like most of the show, I'm laughing. I'm like, oh man. Um, like when uh, they went to go see Orlando Jones' character, the railway man, the railman, excuse me, and because uh, Onion hadn't given the secret password, misunderstanding happens, and they end up shooting him and killing him. So they come back to tell everybody the news. John Brown says, do you see the real man? This is our friend, the real man. And I just says, in a fashion. Oh, man. that They they said, uh, they asked him, well, are the colors coming? He's like, yeah, they're coming. Well, how many we got? Bunches. How many? A bunch. How many is a bunch? You know. <laughs> a bunch. Like they, yeah, it was just a funny kept saying Shout a bunch. Yeah. Whoever the dude is that plays Bob the Steel. Oh man, Bob is so funny, man. Every time John Brown talks, just look at Bob's face. Because he clearly is like, this nigga crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they take hostages when they're holed up in the armory. And they said, we're going to trade you one hostage in exchange for breakfast. And so they're like, uh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah. And one dude says, I'm a cook. I'll go out and do a good, good job. With it. Like, All right, cool. We're sending you out Ben Blossom. And somebody in the background said, oh, hell no. <laughs> that motherfucker can't cook to save his life. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, obviously for me, the most powerful part was when they try to get my man out and say, you're a sensible Negro. One of the dudes from Canada. You're a sensible Negro. Your parents pay for this expensive Boston lawyer to come get you out of this. And the dude said this country was made for white men by white men. You colored are not meant to be free. You're better off under our care. And that's the other thing I love about this show, Trey. 
is there's so many parts of it that are like, that's how it should feel right now. Right? That's how shit feels right now. Yeah, it has yeah, to change for sure. Yeah, that. Yeah, it has, like, but the idea that these people act and behave in that way. They behave in a way that, like, this ain't y'all's, this is ours, and you better off anyway the where you're at. So, I don't know. I it's love people, it's people it. that really think that way. You feel I me? Mean? Like, it's it's all bad, you know, when you think of all that stuff and, and how people really think, you know, that's the same thing about people feel that protesters should be shot with right. bean bags and all this other stuff and hit with tear gas. But when it comes to protesting about votes that they're, they're doing, they're not causing any ruckus and they're not doing anything. And these people do the same thing, but, it, you know, you're treated differently by the color of your skin. So it's a reflection of this supposed to be back in the 1800s and now we're in 2020 still dealing with the same BS um, to piggyback off what you're saying on the show. Um, it definitely shows a highlight of little playfulness, but then also taps in with seriousness. And obviously, you know, um, onion wanted to prove that he was a man. So he came back instead of riding off into the sunset and, and being safe haven, he goes back to warn, um, you know, John Brown, etc. Um, but in the meantime, he for, he makes a mistake by forgetting to give uh, John Brown's son the password where um, Orlando Jones' character is killed because of that mistake. Um, and they have to go back and tell John Brown. And then that situation causes this entire situation that comes back to haunt John Brown because he loses his son at the end of the show um, in the exchange of their hostage. Yeah, man, it's tough. I I felt bad in that that moment right there when the son got shot. It lit his ass up, bro. You saw his old intestines pop out and everything. Oh yeah, they took yeah. him back to dead presidents. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? I ain't seen nobody get chipped where the where the where the uh, where the intestines come out since dead president. It's been a minute. Yeah, you know. It was. I mean, it it was powerful and it's sad and you know like it's a it's a funny show as I said. But, like, part of it is realizing this is a sad story, man, and it doesn't end well. Yeah, no, nah, it's, 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 it's definitely going to have that result where, you know, you're in a scenario of, um, you know, mostly most of all those characters. This is definitely a, a, a one season thing where all these characters are about to get killed off, you know, that you solely enjoyed or got well, a chance to know. Were you surprised when uh, Bob jumped out the carriage? I was. I was. I wasn't expecting that at all. But like, like, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say just that, you know, he looked at him like, I, I never believed. And then he just jumped, man. I was like, fuck, man. But, like, that's the reality. It's like all these people, even like when they got to Canada two episodes ago, whenever it was, like, why am I going back? And Bob has always been that guy, right? Whenever they get away or whatever, he's like, why are we going back? Well, y'all want to go back? What do y'all want to go back for? Vietnam, so, Bob always had a clear plan, family. Like, he like, look, I feel safe finding somebody that's on the same agenda as me, but clearly y'all not on the same agenda as me, and I keep getting hooked in with y'all. Like, And he done been rehooped into slavery and all kind of shit. Like, he had a cool little gig little situation going just you know driving coach coach horses or whatever you know what i mean like and 
then all of a sudden getting caught up in with onion and, and having to deal with all that shit and get beat up and all that. And then finally, you know, like every time he gets an opportunity, he his main goal in this show is just to be free and, and get back to his family. You feel me? But always dragged into the bullshit. Yeah, man. It's, cold. it's wild, man. But it, one more episode to go, as we said. Uh, obviously, this next episode is where John Brown's going to get caught and, and hung or whatever. Uh, you know, I, one of the things I keep going back to is that John Brown is crazy. He's certifiably crazy. Like, there's no, ain't no denying that, right? But that's kind of the kind of, you had to be crazy to be a white man in the 1800s talking about slavery is a sin, right? If you think about it, and to the point where you're willing to put your life and your family's life on the line for it, you kind of had to be crazy. Yeah, nah, you on a suicide mission when you're talking like that. You feel me? Because it's not, it's non existent in those times of you helping. Negroes or niggers or whatever they want to call it in this scenario, um, where, you know, that, you know, that, that, that particular situation where you thinking, damn, John Brown was on one. This dude was turning into the Punisher. Like he had full revenge mode and was just getting after it, you know? So, um, it, you would love to hear that he lived a happy life after that in this show, but that's just not the case. And he, and he, he will be renowned as a hero when all said and done on the things that he did, even though it was sometimes shaky and his plans were not all thought thought through. Yes, sir. All right, man. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you, Rob Lopez on the production. Thank you, Black Trey. Thank you, John Gervais, Big Jerv. Thank you, all of Philadelphia. Thank you. Again, thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, Philadelphia. Also, and stream Fuck Donald Trump by YG. Run that shit up. Yes. Yes, please. This has been Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Stay tuned for all the great shows we have coming this week. I know you already caught that crazy, sexy, cool yesterday. Tomorrow, you got Wednesday service. I can't wait to hear what Naima and Karan have to say. And then, of course, Woke Bros is going to be a monster this week. We'll see what Nando and Waz have to say about all this. And then, uh, grown up the same Trey, who's the guest coming up next week? You just, have, you just have to wait. You have to oh, wait man. and find out, man. I can't, I can't last, give it, it Bo- Bomani it Jones. Bomani? Check it out. We Bomani talked about, Jones. uh, untimely death, you know, obviously the timing of it. We talked about how Bomani was a jeopardy master and, you know, we just lost Alex Trebek. So, um, RIP to Alex Trebek Shouts to all the Jeopardy people that grew up on Jeopardy And check out that episode of Growing Up the Same on Bombs Network Dope There you have it, thanks again everybody uh, Make sure you're a Patreon Patreon.com slash Count the Things Make sure you subscribe to all of our Podcast feeds And again, if you have any Philly artists Let us know, we'll review anything Philly <laughs> Through now to the end of the year Alright, peace Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.